0: Trading in futures products entails significant risk of loss, which must be understood prior to trading and may not be appropriate for all investors. Good morning, everybody. It's Tuesday, January 23rd, 528 a.m. Central Time. Grain markets are mixed to higher this morning. Pretty quiet overnight trade. We've got some positive news on the biofuel front to start off today.
1: We sure do. California regulators approved the operation of a massive renewable diesel plant last week. Phillips 66 is expected to complete its renewable diesel facility in Rodeo, California early this year. After facing environmental hurdles last year, the facility was granted approval based on its contribution to renewable energy and lower carbon solutions. The the facility will have a capacity of 50,000 barrels per day, which will make it the world's largest renewable fuel production facility. The facility's greenhouse gas emissions are anticipated to be reduced by 50% since it will no longer process crude oil.
0: I'm not sure if that statistic that they rattled off in this Zach's article is correct because I was looking at EIA's uh, renewable diesel fuel capacity sheet this morning. They only update this like once a year. So as of January 1st last year, this diamond green diesel plant in Louisiana was the largest and and larger than what they're talking about here. And their uh, diamond green diesel second plant in Port Arthur, Texas was the second largest one. But in any case, this is gonna be a huge plant, and this uh, crush expansion deal and uh, the usage of more soybean oil for fuel is is very much a go. This is all ongoing. Uh, EIA, I believe, will update all of this stuff uh, sometime, I think first week of February, like all their stuff in terms of capacity and what's happened and what they're expecting. I'm sure somebody in the private sector has better and more up-to-date information than I do, but it all looks really good. And, uh, you look at the States where this is being done. Louisiana has been the biggest then Texas, then California and say what you want about the state of California, but some of these, green energy and, and climate policies are working in your favor guys uh this is not all bad we talked about some of the bad stuff with kip tom and those videos of uh, the premium videos we did here the last couple of weeks but there's some good stuff too and um you know bigger picture you step back china's got economic problems china's buying more soybeans from brazil than they are from the united states and i think they want to rely less on the united states so we need something to do with these soybeans that we're not going to export it used to be like you know Demand base for beans grown in the US was split down the middle 50-50. It was exports and crush. And now we're gonna uh, the the export the crush piece is gonna pick up a lot more of it and and a lesser percentage will be exports. So this is good news. It's 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 a big transition that we're in the the middle of right now, and it's happening, and that's it's good news, I think.
1: Yesterday, shares of ADM plummeted by 22%, the most on record. The decline occurred due to ADM's chief financial officer being placed on administrative leave while the company's accounting practices are under investigation. ADM's stock closed at $51.69 on Monday, erasing almost $8.8 billion worth of market value. ADM is no stranger to scandal. Back in 1996, the company pleaded guilty to price fixing charges adm is also currently facing a lawsuit related to allegations of price manipulation in its ethanol business
0: this is pretty ugly so that's that's a worse one day loss than anything you saw in 2008 or anything you saw in black monday in 1987 in terms of percentage loss you look at this chart and this is ugly i mean they give back like years worth of gains in one day in terms of the stock price. So where the, we don't have a ton of details here. We know they're going to delay their fourth quarter earnings. They're going to delay the filing of their annual report and some of the tax forms. I mean, you don't lose $9 billion in market cap in one day because of, of a rumor. There's some serious shit going on behind closed doors and we just don't know exactly what the details are. I, uh, I hope they sign your grain checks. I don't know.
1: Uh, If you guys have not already checked out our premium content, you should do so. Joe, can you tell me about the video you put together yesterday?
0: This is the biggest problem facing row crop farmers in the United States today. Unpriced 2023 bushels, what should you do? I went through and I, I list what we've advised every single business day at the bottom of our email, but I went through in some great detail yesterday. I had spreadsheets about every sale we've advised, broken down by crop, by crop year, by percentage. We marked to market. Ah, uh, the stuff that we don't have priced, and we played with a bunch of different scenarios. We also ran some scenarios for like the farmer who's super undersold, and uh, ran some spreadsheets uh, with regard to that. I kind of, I laid out my basic game plan as it relates to um, old crop bushels and what you should do. I think this is something everybody should watch, not only because of of like what we've done and and advised. Like that's that's one thing. Everybody's got recommendations, but just I think the uh, the thought process behind all of it. I'd like to think that I'm really, really, really transparent when it comes to recommendations and how we do things. We keep it very, very simple. Uh, this is a really—I I thought it was a really good video. I had a ton of positive feedback on this. If you guys want to see the premium stuff, go to standardgrain.com. You can sign up this morning. Uh, sign up this morning, and I will forward you a copy of that video along with this morning's email. This is a $50 per month subscription. You can cancel it anytime. No other fee, no other obligation. Nobody will try to sell you anything else. You'll get our morning email at 5 a.m. Central time every single business day. Uh, You can jump on the text list if you want. And that's it. Uh, You'll never hear from us ever again unless you want to.
1: The, Brazil, the Brazilian soybean harvest is ahead of last year's pace. According to well followed private group Ag Rural, 6% of Brazil's soybean crop had been harvested as of last Thursday. At this time last year, 1.8% of the crop had been harvested. Ag Rural is estimating the crop at 150.1 million tons. The estimate is down from the group's December projection of 159.1 million tons.
0: So the the declines in the private estimates, it it, it all seemed to leveled out recently. Everything's kind of leveled out in the 151, 150 range, whatever. Their weather forecast is wet. I mean, even the next 10 days in Brazil is wet, especially for some of these northern areas. Uh, There are some areas that won't see as much rain. There is some concern that as harvest begins, it could become too wet. I don't know that the market is reacting to that or is concerned about that. Uh, The Argentina situation, I'll tell you what. There's not a lot of rain in the forecast. This is the next 10 days, which is very dry. And even the extended uh, GFS model for Argentina out through February 8th is really pretty darn dry. And a couple of the forecasters that I uh, listen to think that this is actually, this this little bit of rain here in this uh, 15-day outlook, that this is even a little bit overdone. So if Argentina starts to shift drier, this is something that the market will absolutely pay attention to. I can't help but wonder if this uh, $0.25 cent pop we've seen in soybean futures has something to do with this uh, Argentina situation because it it uh, has been good but doesn't look that great as we move forward here.
1: U.S. soybean shipments declined last week. USDA reported that 1.2 million metric tons of soybeans were inspected for export. During the week ending January 18th, the print was down 9.2% compared to the previous week and down a wide dropping 37% versus the same week last year. Corn shipments declined 25% versus the prior week at 713,290 metric tons. Wheat shipments were reported at 314,521 metric tons down 30% compared to the previous week and down 10% versus the same week last year.
0: Uh, marketing year to date, corn shipments are up 28% versus the same period last year. And USDA does have a, a healthy increase in corn exports projected. Soybean shipments and, and sales, I think, could be problematic. They're off 22% shipments are off 22% versus the same period last year. And we're kind of winding down like U.S. soybean shipping season. And we're going to start to get into U.S. corn shipping season in terms of uh, which one garners the majority of the shipments. So we may struggle to hit USDA's target when it comes to soybeans. Wheat shipments uh, accumulated versus the same period last year off 16%. So soybeans are uh, somewhat concerning to me.
1: Americans are becoming more confident in the economy. Since November, consumer sentiment has risen 29%, the largest two-month gain since 1991, according to the University of Michigan. But despite the recent gains, sentiment is still about 20% lower than before the pandemic. A strong labor market and expectations that inflation will continue to drop have fueled consumer sentiment. Economists, however, expect growth to decline this year due to the Fed's rate hikes taking a toll on household and business spending. There's also a chance the Fed will not cut rates as soon as expected because of an overly strong economy.
0: So this University of Michigan consumer sentiment poll is very, very well followed and consumer sentiment bottom and hit a record low the exact same month that inflation peaked. The CPI peaked at 9.1% in June of 2022. That was the same month that consumer sentiment, according to this index, bottomed. And now we've seen a sharp rally. So sentiment, uh, according to this report, is just now 7% below the historical average. So you're almost back to average in terms of consumer sentiment. Uh, They said this in the report. Like December, there was a broad consensus of improved sentiment across age, income, education, and geography. Democrats and Republicans alike showed their most favorable reading since summer of 2021. Uh, so you've seen a, a big recovery in consumer attitudes. Um, that could have something to do with a strong labor market. Maybe your 401k looks better following the big rally in the stock market. I don't know. But uh, people are a little bit happier. I mean, people are never happy, but they're a little bit happier. Uh, what did cattle do yesterday?
1: Uh, cattle future w- futures were narrowly mixed on Monday. Feeder cattle futures were $0.67 cents lower to $0.37 cents higher. Live cattle were $0.60 cents lower to $0.50 cents higher not a lot of movement box beef continued its upward trend choice closed friday at 298.67 that was up 317 select end of the day at 286.58 that was up 353.
0: outside markets pretty quiet this morning us dollars up a little bit stocks are flat the S&P, I believed post posted another uh, record high close yesterday bonds off a little bit crude oil is down 77 cents in the april wti at 73.88 have a great day guys we'll talk to you on wednesday